0: Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport.
1: My name is Omoto I'm Imbo.
0: And I'm Adeyemi Adisoya.
1: I am Akimbo De
0: Hello, everybody out there. It's that time again to bring you Sports 360 podcast. Things happening thick and fast in the world of sports. So many things to talk about. As always, we try to narrow down to three salient topics. I will break it down in the company of my guys who are right here and are raring to go. So let's start this time from the African continent. And the Basketball Africa League, the much touted Basketball Africa League, came to a close at the weekend. Zamalek Basketball Club of Egypt, winning the inaugural edition, 7663, the defeated US Monaster in the final. A lot has been said about the Basketball Africa League. Body Ogutui and myself were part of a broadcast team that brought it to Nigerian terrestrial television. So we have what I will call like a first-hand uh, info in terms of the games and the players and all of that. But let's take a look at the business perspective now, buddy. Um, This is something that's happened. It was supposed to start last year, of course. For obvious reasons, it didn't start. Antemic. COVID, yeah, COVID restrictions, and all of that. It has started now, and it looks like uh, it's becoming almost immediately successful. We hear that uh, Adam Silver, NBA, commissioner, says it's a one it's a, it's a one billion dollar valued franchise already. It was broadcast in 215 countries in 15 languages. Two Nigerian companies actually invested in the, yep. in, the in the startup, so to speak. And um, the first edition is out and over. So what's your take, buddy, on the impact commercially now, before we talk about the
1: uncut activity? I think that um, it's first off is heartwarming as a basketball person to see that... Um, the game could actually generate this much uh, finance
0: and, and interest, interest.
1: Mm. Uh, because, of course, you, you know we've been we've been playing the African Championship, the FIBA African Championship uh, uh, um, Cup for men for several years, and it's 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 had zero impact. Mm. The club side, you mean? Now, the club side, club yes. side competitions. Okay, it's it's had zero impact on, 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 the, on the on the on the on the subculture of of the sport, sporting subculture of the continent. It's almost as as if it's non-existent. Uh, so to see the BAL step up like this and uh, and have such an immediate impact, like you said, it was planned to be. Uh, first off, the, the teams that that were selected to take take part, take, take part in in this showcase, it, 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 was, it was it was it was it it was it, it wasn't meant to be something big. It was supposed to be experimental. To see how far they could push it, and then the pandemic happened, and the format was changed to, to a one to, yeah, city, to, to a, to a one city tournament. Part. And look at look look at the, the 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 reactions and the impact we are seeing. I I can't, I can't I can't begin to imagine how big this can. I agree with with Adam Silva. In fact, I I have a sneaky feeling that that's one billion valuation mm. might be on the low side. Might, might, might yeah, be on the on the, be, on the cautious yeah. side. Yeah. yeah given, the, given what, what you have seen so far and the companies that have stepped up to the plate to say, you know what, we, we want to be a part of this. Mm. And it's also something to see some people put their money mm. to say, you, you know what, we, we, we can sense where this is going. So for me, I feel that um, DBL is a good thing and I think it, it can only get better. Uh, now, me. we always talked about platforms, creating
0: opportunities for young Africans and this is one of such platforms as well. Um, project five years from now, Hmm. Um, is there a possibility, that's what we're hoping for, but from what you've seen, is there a possibility we'll start seeing the impact from a player's perspective, uh, the talents coming out of Africa and out onto the world stage, probably NBA and global stage almost immediately? Uh, I think five years is a relatively conservative time period to expect uh, to able that, able to conveyor to that conveyor, to establish that conveyor mm. belt between the Basketball African League and the NBA. Uh, I think five years is decent enough because like it or not, the talent exists. What the talent needs is application, opportunity, and of course, investment. So you're looking at an opportunity for African players to earn decent wages. And of course, in these decent wages is also put them on a the platform. Where they can be seen by the world, competition has been beamed in over two hundred countries. Obviously, you know, um, you can even have a situation where, let's even probably leave the NBA out. You have the Euro League; mm. they could also go to Asia. Yeah. So yeah. the opportunities because are endless. To make the point, this is a, a this a basketball Africa League is actually a collaboration between NBA and FIBA Africa, NBA yeah. Africa and FIBA Africa. So, as those two world bodies are involved, so. It doesn't have to only be... I'm just butchering your point. It doesn't have to be only the NBA team. It doesn't have to be the NBA. Um, the the opportunities are endless. And it gladdens my heart. The part I'm particularly excited about is, as fact, well as from a Nigerian perspective, mm. is that our guys will earn a decent wage. Yeah. A decent wage that they can look back. And then that in itself will galvanize once they get their heads well screwed in. Mm galvanize the remaining team, your Islanders, your Bukomets, yeah. your Gumbi Bulls or whatever, to aspire to, to, so, to, to go to the next yeah, one. To go to the next we one. have so, from a financial... Okay, but you yeah, want to... You know,
1: um, uh, talking about the impact on the players, you know that um, the NBA and individuals like Masai Ujiri, uh, like Udu uh, Medeo Udeji, like uh, uh, the presence of NBA Africa, uh, uh, Amad they all have programs that they run in, across countries on the continent mm. uh, the big man's camp uh, uh, basketball without borders Brothers. and all that and all these programs every year in fact there are programs for men there are programs for women and I suspect that at some point oh, yes. a, 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 a women's version of this league will come up yes. but the, the point is that when they run all these programs countless talents are discovered and the jostle for all these guys is look how do we get to play in Europe for instance the final that we that witnessed mm. nine graduates nine. of this pro- of basketball, basketball nine wow. featured five for, five, for, five for one team five, uh, four for, for the other that's uh, uh, zamalek and, and Monastery. now for north african teams where a, the, the, the structure is good and the pay is good these players they feel they need to go anywhere mm. they just they, they are just infused into their leagues at home and we have, we, have, we, have, we, 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 we 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 saw them or we we saw the results at this final for um uh, abada the, the point guard for uh, for monastery one, one of the best point guards, he not the best point, uh, um, um, uh, spawn uh, point, point guard in Africa, was a graduate, and I'm thinking that you, this talent, instead of them scrambling to get away from Africa to other places, with this league now, there's something mm. they can aspire to. There's something they can look forward to to doing, and for me, that's that's and like you said, look. Those that can't get into in, into the uh, into the B.A. or those uh, so some will start in the B.A. and migrate to other parts of the world, as you have seen, as as we have seen them doing football. It's an outlet. It is. they say huge outlet. Yeah. yeah. Now these guys don't have, they, they don't have to think of going anywhere, knowing that there's something to shoot for. So they're going to these camps not with, well not, not within that of running, but looking for a chance to get into them. And another thing, another thing, just, Before. The tip-off of this season, a combine was held in New York. A combine is a place where teams, yeah. where where talents are, they meet uh, and and they showcase the showcase uh, what they can do and teams select players they feel can work on their roster. I'm looking f- towards the time when the combine will be held in Lagos, in Johannesburg, in mm-hmm. Accra, in uh, in in uh, in uh, in, um, in in Cairo, and it's, uh, African talents will converge for this league. So for me, this look the possibilities are just. At this moment, just endless. I think another lesson
0: is that um, it 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 also should teach the guys running our basketball that this is a huge opportunity to attract investment into our local basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, what that means is, yes, we know some of the teams. Majority of the teams are state owned, but this should change their direction. There should be a shift in commercializing. Especially in, when we realize that two Nigerian companies have invested in this from the get-go, two Nigerian companies, they, are, they have two, two of their top men are on the board of this league. And it just goes to understand that when you show value propositions, like we always say here. the 215 countries. Mm, it's in 215 countries. So I'm imagine... In, a, in a, 15 different languages. Yes. So imagine that business reach yeah, exactly. that you've gotten. So that's that. so for for so for the bar, it's
1: it's an easy sell for
0: them to get yeah
1: corporate companies to throw money at you No, know, it's even easy me you know, because look, you have the backing of the NBA. The NBA is like, look look at what what the NBA have done with, with uh with with, uh, with 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 the playoffs and, and and regular season. So when people that have that kind of track record mm. comes and puts the documents in front of you. And what comes to your mind is that look, these guys have done this. This is this, buddy. I'm quoting
0: NBA Africa will oversee the league's business throughout the continent, including operating Basketball Africa League, which launched on May 16th. The entity will establish corporate partnerships, expand content and media rights, and provide f- support for local governments seeking to build new basketball arenas. The NBA visions basketball being a top sport throughout Africa.
1: In ten years, that's a that, that, that's a that's a it's totally new, brand new ecosystem of yeah. sports mm. that that you're talking yeah, about here, building, yeah. across players, media, everything. It's very interesting. Um, the players we gather
0: got a um, thousand three hundred dollars per month. Well, didn't it was good going, going for three months, but I think at the end of the, it probably ended up like six weeks. So, if we extrapolate that, maybe this player would have gotten maybe like. Two thousand dollars, which hey, it's yes. a decent amount of money. So <laughs> the amount of time you did that work, yeah. and of course, the foreign players, the diaspora players, probably get more. Mm. You know, and but like what they say, it's an ecosystem being created. What this also does, as we focus on the local basketball communities now the country, is that everybody here, you know, wants to be here. Yeah. Rivers was went. We'll talk about Rivers Hoopers in a bit, but Rivers was representing Nigeria, but they're gonna be bulls. The other teams will be looking at you like, hey. I want to be there next year. Yeah. So that increases competition. When competition is increased, the talent pool that will emerge will be top talent and yeah. who knows what can you can get from there. There's a lot that can be gotten from there. That's why I said there needs to be paradigm shift now. Yeah. It's not business as usual Absolutely. anymore. Absolutely. But it's now business. It's now business. It's not business as usual but it's now, but business. It's now proper business. Proper yes. business. Yeah. Proper it's time to look at the model that we run today Throw it in the trash can and say, look, whatever name we decide to call our league, it has to be a business. Mm. It has to run on a sensible, structured model that is engineered to be profitable, commercially viable, commercially viable for all involved. And and I'm saying this because knowing our people, when they constitute this, whatever league they put. Those they Look, and then we'll be having this conversation down, down the line. Down I, the I line. think
1: um, uh, what what we should be advocating is a complete mind uh, mind shift from, from from what we are used to. Uh, the MBA that are bringing this, the people that run and head all the departments, they are not journeymen. they are not. People that are have they trusted. are tested and trusted in both business and administration. And so, when first us to get to this place you are advocating, where we've got to start nominating and voting into office people that are tested and trusted. We've, we've got to remove the politics, yes, and mm. look at the business proposition mm. because now it's, it's more than just playing basketball. Yes, sir. it's also developing a business that can yeah. ensure. That's all those who, particip- who participate in the league. Because, see, if, for instance, BWB uh, B- 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 or, Jans- or or any of these other programs, they, man, they, they, throw, they throw up talent and you want them to be in your team. What, what are you offering them? Yeah, we are yeah. talking about how big $1,300 is now. What if these guys know that, look, for playing in the Nigerian League, before we even talk about the BAL, I, cannot, I can earn XYZ. X, yeah. So um, we've got to have a complete mind shift yeah. from what, we know. what said about exactly. being you're about. Com- exactly. A complete paradigm shift, complete mind shift, and start focusing on hey, how do we make this viable? Not just look, it, it can't just be an MBF president and be carrying file and carrying shoulder. No. Hmm. We must bring something to the table that will benefit all parties that are involved. Let me stay with you. Let's, let's focus on the basketball now. Rivers Hoopers represented
0: Nigeria. We talked about the kind of protest they had. Going to the tournament, which well, thank God that fire was doused, and they went on. Um, they started, lost the first two games, and won the final game. Yeah, and they, I think they improved all through the course of the tournament, but they didn't make it to the knockout stages. And my take was that a lot of people were slamming the team, slamming the players on social media. And all. but hey, it goes back to what Yemi talked about. Always talks about organization. We have a league that hasn't been in operation for three years. What did you expect from a Nigerian team <laughs> by going to that tournament that has not played competitive league basketball in three years? So it is unfair on us to be demanding performance when we are not giving them the basic uh, the basics they need to be able to perform, and that is
1: constant, consistent quality competition. Exactly. Even the uh, the, the, the commission that qualified them um, uh, River Supers for this ben tournament. That's the, the, the President's Cup, that tournament. Some other teams. Some other teams could didn't play. So some will argue that hey, are you sure? River the Supers they they, they they are the best Nigerian team. That that, that question. That, that question will always will always be there. Yeah. But hey, that team chose not to participate. So going forward now, like you mentioned, Gombe Blues, are the ones that that are involved. Going forward. We've got to ensure that any tournament we, we, we hold is all inclusive, And it's so we best can team. is the, exactly so we can get the best our best teams to participate, so the best team gets to go. Mm. It's as simple as that. Quickly before we go, the final was won by Zamalek. We said
0: uh before we leave this segment, two Nigerians played for that Zamalek team. We said Yinka Fakwadi and Chinelo Elono, whose sister. He's actually the captain, the captain yeah, of the, the Tigers
1: Um,
0: but the final words on this. We've also talked here about NBBF looking for, looking to naturalize Americans. I mean, what these are shown is that there are lots of Nigerians who probably deserve a better shot at playing for the Tigers than having to go a- across America looking for naturalized Americans. I mean, Americans want to naturalize as Nigerians. I think it's a disservice to the talent we produce here.
1: My opinion. Uh, did, 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 yeah, I, I agree with you. In fact, for the the Patriots also have a, a Rwandan, a British Rwandan, by the name <laughs> by the Patriots of Rwanda, by the name
0: Prince Chi Chi
1: And look, um, Elonu was huge for the Zambians. He, is a big in the final. Twelve rebounds. Yeah, twelve, 12 rebounds. Like, he led he led everybody in rebounds in the final. Mm. And uh, Michael Fakwadi was Fakwadi huge also
0: was in the semi-finals made. and the finals. And the final, the final was 15 points, top yeah. scorer. But,
1: and he left the game early in the fourth quarter it, because exactly. he fouled because out. He fouled out. And I'm thinking, how did these guys escape the NBA went, Dragnet? Mm. That, that's, that, they, that's, that's, that's one, one thought. For uh, that, no, that's one thought on one side. <laughs> yeah. how, w- w- what's, what can, can a Nigerian team do to ensure that the first thought of any Nigerian talent would be, yes, Hey, I want to play for, I want Nigeria. to play for a Nigerian team. And I think th- these are the conversations that the conversations that we we'll have going for because for every Nigerian team, it's, it's embarrassing that we have Ameri- Americans on our team, and Nigerians are playing for somebody else. When it could be a chance for them to come home, yeah, you know, even yeah. though they are they, they are they are born abroad, it's a chance for them to come home, connect with their roots, and play their because for every for every Nigerian Nigerian born abroad, it's always a joy when they come home and connect yeah. with their people. And so, as much as we want, uh, uh, we, we want our, 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 our boys to shine anywhere. But let it be their first constitution. So, for yeah. me, for the BF, before we go a, looking for Americans. That's
0: a challenge for them.
1: Exactly. Before we go looking for Americans, and I wonder how many yellow news and Fakwa like are still out there yeah. that are waiting to be discovered. Scour the whole place and look for talents. Also,
0: the Basketball Africa League went off without as much of a hitch. So the players do their the MVPs, did their press rounds immediately after the match. No problems. And on the matter of press rounds after matches, we come to our next topic, which is a story that is brewing. French Open Grand Slam just served off barely 24 hours ago. And a fine has been administered to world number two uh, female player, Naomi Osaka, who had given an indication last week that she was not going to give press interviews She was not going to honor press uh, obligations at this tournament because, according to her, uh, it has an impact on her mental health. And um, she says she wants to protect her mental health. She says, um, giving an interview after you've just lost the game, is like, and I'm quoting now, kicking a person when they are down. She's lived up up to that uh, threat. I don't. I didn't want to use worst rate. To that <laughs> promise. To <laughs> that promise. Okay. <laughs> she did not give the in, in, in an interview after her first round win. Uh, she won the first round, and she's been probably fined fifteen thousand um, dollars, I think, for not doing media work after winning a uh, opening game at the tournament. And the four Grand Slam opening match, sorry, and the four Grand Slams have not come up to say. She faces more substantial fines and possible Grand Slam exclusion or suspension as the case may be. Osaka reacted in a tweet. Anger is a lack of understanding, and change makes people uncomfortable. This is a story that is brewing. And there it looks like he has divided opinion.
1: There is there is. All
0: of us are well, we've done media. We are media men here, but he has covered basketball extensively. We're still covering I have covered the Champions League and Premier League extensively, so we know what the media is. Now, the question is, instead of just chastising her and castigating her, what she's saying doesn't have some merit.
1: Is this something that should be considered? Or she's just spewing garbage, buddy? Um, First off, I I, I like the fact that the four Grand Slams acknowledged um, uh, what she was saying by 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 sending her by sending uh, uh, sending a note a constant note about her offering mental health, to offering to help. Mm. So yes, they are, they are acknowledging that that is, but they're also thinking that hey, without the media, there's there a um, uh, there, 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 there's um there's a limit to how mm. far you can grow, how far the sport can grow.
0: Knowing body that you know, you've told me before. I remember you told me before that. In the NBA, you can't say you're not going to do media. No, you can't. You cannot say, I won't talk to the media.
1: In fact, I, I was coming to that. I sat in one, uh, I think it was in San Francisco, San Francisco in 2018. There's a reporter from ESPN. I think it was him and LeBron. And he was asking the same question. And LeBron was so upset. Mm. Because the, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking, guy, let's go already. Like he was trying to rile him. Yeah. They just lost a game. and you are asking? Sometimes it must be said like, like a, a, a younger colleague told me this morning that sometimes stupid questions give you interesting answers which is true which is what the media look for okay they ask you a stupid question hoping that you make a funny remark or an angry remark that they can turn into a headline some go looking for that look when you sit in an interview room like did you tell you you're either looking for a sensational, sensational story mm. or you're looking to find an explanation to what went on in the game. Yeah, I've been in in, in the NBA uh, uh post game situations, and I'm wondering what, can, what kind of what question kind of are you asking? That? This has mm. nothing to do with the game, mm. or yeah, it has to do with the game, but why are you asking this? In there's a different you, you could have done it in a better way. Mm. So, yes, the media, we can be guilty, I think. Uh, and I understand the way, where Osaka is comi- coming from. So, whichever side of the world you are on, you are right. Mm. What we need to do. And like, like she said in her, in, her, in her tweet, when you are angry and you're not seeking to understand, it's a wrong reaction. You've got to ask her first. Look, we, we all know the amount of pressure that these people, this uh, this uh, these uh, uh, sports people that, that they are under, especially mm-hmm. in this, um, uh, this uh, one-man sports. Uh, yeah. You know, it's long tennis, sports. stable tennis, in the team sports, of course, sometimes you see a player break down crying then the mm-hmm. others are just fine. And then they comfort each other. But in this one, they are alone. And they have to stand there and endure ridiculous, stupid, and sometimes annoying questions. You know. <laughs> I'm, so, glad you,
0: yeah. I'm glad we admit, it, admit that here. You hear me? Yeah. Truth must be told. Because I know you are, you're always thinking on the business side of things. Truth must be told. Majority of the monies that these athletes get come from media rights that are sold. So you can understand why there is an obligation but following on from what Buddy said, I've also experienced being in the media at the highest level Champions League and the Premier League, and you hear some ridiculous <laughs> questions that have absolutely nothing to do with the game. Ask ask <laughs> Yeah. I was I, I've been in the Mourinho press conference when he came uh. back with Inter to beat Chelsea on the way to the final when he won in 2010. I was in that presser. And some Questions were just completely off the cuff. Asking, were you asking like, when was he coming back to England? He was inter-manager. You know? But what I'm trying to say, you he is this. But he made a point. Is there a case for saying, okay, media, you have every right, but can you restrict your questions to either the match that has been played or the competition that has been played and nothing personal? Nothing Nothing beyond. No, no should, the media have boundaries because right now the media don't have boundaries. They can come to a press conference and ask a player and ask a player. I heard you are having relationship problems with your husband, which is totally not relevant. Uh, you know. So, is it that the media have too much freedom and they need to be curtailed to face the immediate, uh, or should I say, the immediately relevant? Because I've seen managers say, "If you are not ready to ask me questions about this match, I'm out of here." Restrict your questions to this match. So, is there a case for saying maybe the media should be controlled a little bit in the in, the, in terms of questions that they ask? At the moment, the media has a cut blank, hmm. uh, blank check to do as it didn't fit. But I think that if you're looking to put up boundaries, you're looking to muscle the media, you're trying to shut the, the, the media up. And I Don't think that is right because for a player like Mami Osaka, it is the media that somewhat made her. She, at a point, became a media darling for the progress that she's made, potentially knocking Serena off her perch. You know, so we need to tread cautiously. Um, Yes, I think that at some point we may need to have that conversation. That, look, as people in the media, we need to be a little bit more sensitive. But where I kind of falter is that. These conversations about mental health. Did she take it up with the authorities and have a conversation about it? Looking, saying that, look, I have issues with when games are lost, and then some of the questions that come. Up. I think it's a bit selfish, from our perspective, looking to run away from the media spotlight that more or less uh, made her. And for the media, yes, there's a bit of responsibility. That should guide the work that the media does. But still, the media and the business of making headlines, they're in the business of sending their paper, their getting get, get clicks, getting get clicks, clicks, or they're improving their audience that TV, radio, and what have you, or podcasts, what have you. Should that give media, like say cart blunts, to go anywhere? Because I've always, as a reporter, I've always had a problem with at a press conference after a match or after an event, after a tournament, people asking, coming up with personal questions that have absolutely nothing to do with the game. I personally have a problem with that. So, should the media have that, okay, I can ask you, what food did you eat this morning? <laughs> or, uh, quote and unquote, uh, why did you break up with your boyfriend last night you know? when you've just
1: lost the game? Yeah, I mean, Somebody... you, you know what? I think um, over the years, because the media, they, 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 this is a conversation co- 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 that I think we should, have, we should have had a long time ago. There are some press conferences mm-hmm. that I, I have that been to that I have said, "Look, you know what? Restrict the questions to this, this event. event." They make the announcement and they, they pre- make the announcement yeah. before yeah. They start start asking questions. But you know, we we have we have we have come to expect that. Look, oh, that, that, that that's this is what they do for a living. They should be used to it.
0: Yeah, but you say they
1: should be used to it. My my alternative take
0: is that the athlete himself. When you there's something you call read room. When you walk into the post-game conference, the presser, read the room, read the the mood, the mood in the room, and then that in itself can prepare you for how you are going to respond to certain questions. You probably can say, mm-hmm. on so 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 matter, no comments. The you get, know, so you examples. can also
1: guide. I, I think it was on awesome, the way to the Nations Cup in Senegal. When Yuleki was trying to speak to Lise on camera, and he said, bros, you, you, do you remember that incident?" I remember that I said, bros, leave me." Sometimes the play- players react that way. I've always been in in a in a, in a, a, uh, a post game room where LeBron entered. Somebody asked one question. I just got up, packed his bags, and left. <laughs> and I've been a player in in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a room where uh, I think it was James Harden and them, yeah, it was CP3. When they, when they are using, they they restricted restric- 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 themselves to most neighbors. Yes, no. No comment, <laughs> you know. No, let, let's say this. You know, the vulnerability of the athlete, especially after a loss.
0: And we have, we've all had, in, what whatever sphere of human life we are, we've all had bad days. Mm. Where all you need to do is lock yourself up in a room, be alone. Whether you want to cry or <laughs> laugh or sleep, you just want you just to want be alone. Room. So, the like fact that when a big-time player has just had a bad game, maybe in a team
1: sport or bad loss in an individual sport. Example, when uh, Federal lost to in Wimbledon, Um, lost to um, and and he was weeping. And he was weeping. What do you want want him to say? You know, that kind of thing.
0: Should we have a, should there be more guidelines to say, okay, I know that in some sports they give a 30-minute gap for the player to recover, to try and gather his or her wits around herself or himself before facing the media. But you and I know that at that point in time, you, that player you, doesn't want to be you, anywhere in that, that place. Thing, and the
1: media are waiting with knives. Did you, that thing you said is key. Because in the NBA, there's no way... After the game, I think it was 30-45 minutes. Mm. Before the players, they, they will go into the dressing room, take a shower, change. Yeah. But in People, tennis, mm. critically, Osaka in tennis, right there... Right on the court. On the court, times, before the they has, process what mm, is happening. Before they get the emotional solar check, a mic, a, a mic is in front of them. So I don't so know, I they, don't know. Ex- Look, I think, I think maybe the, the, the WTA should look in that direction. Let the players, I mean, to find the middle ground. Let the players have a moment. Go Play to some the dressing rules, room. Yes. Yes. yes, 25 minutes, go to the dressing room, relax a bit, then come, process the emotions, then come back to face the media. Because I think it's physical that that's on the court's interview, right after the game. Although, although that most that of the, the court interview, they give it to the winner. So the winner is possibly probably
0: in a more positive mood. Yeah, but, the, started, final, but, yeah. The, but
1: the loser is standing there. But in the grass is finer. Yeah,
0: there was they interview both. Yeah, it's the final. That's the point. They interview both of them. Okay, you. mean, you made a point about responsibility on the side of the media. We are all media men. How do we count now? What can we say to our colleagues to say, hey, you know? We are always, like I say, we're always looking for clickbait. we always they, for headlines. They, there's nothing you can see. <laughs> some, <laughs> some people are like that. There's very little you can do to control. Okay, should there be, um, should there be, maybe not, Not you said guidelines, let me use guidelines. There
1: can be they, guidelines. Would there be a of? There no, are and always it, guidelines. If you don't
0: follow the guidelines, then you don't deserve an answer to your question. If, for instance, they say, don't ask personal questions. I ask personal question and the player refuses to answer. But the that player it's not going to be sanctioned for no, not answering. But there are ways you can ask personal questions in relation to the game. And but the moment there is that element of personal quote unquote <laughs> in it, where do the you the, the right to say? I don't think I need you to. You can answer say, that question. okay, so um, we had the rumor that you just broke up with your boyfriend. Does it have anything to do with how you lost?
1: No, the see, that, 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 you, you, can, you can say no comment. But 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 sometimes, sometimes you know there are some media people that you have, that some some players have an issue that they they have a history, a history with. So, when that person, unfortunately, in in the media room, you can't can't tell the person not not to ask a question. I've seen an instance where this is another angle.
0: The athlete comes into the, uh, to the presser. He's there, he or she is there. And he asks questions and they are very, Uncooperative with their answers in terms of maybe one-word answers or no comments. Yeah, like, uh, but at that point, in, and, at that, yeah, at that point in time, Kevin he or she has done the obligation. Can you find he, the person in that instance? Well, I'm here. I've answered the questions as best as I can, even though I've not been cooperative. Because I think we've, we've seen a little bit of that. As yeah, well. but you see, the thing is, um, for for the ATP, for the WTA, and any sport in general, those. Pressures uh, pressers are also important elements yeah. in the promotion of the competition oh, yes, that you is. are playing in. So, yeah, yeah. so we've we established that. So and the money that they pay. Yeah, so I it's mean, you have to give them those rights. That you get the perspective of the athlete. Let's put on one side the naughty, crazy questions that come, but it's also important to get the perspective of the athlete oh, yes, after geez. a loss. It's part of the uh, what makes up the entire package for the competition. So, it's hard to, I think probably what the WTA and the ATP and any other sports mm-hmm. organization have to do, like I said, probably have to, uh, in close quarters, work with the athletes on how to manage, you know, their mental health when they lose a game or after they've had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like you said, 30 minutes for five
1: minutes, maybe see a
0: psychologist or a sports psychologist. No, some, sometimes,
1: even, even to, 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 to mourn or celebrate in private before coming out to sometimes yeah. that that's, that that break helps yeah. know, it helps okay um again still on the side of the media
0: um do we do we have to uh, have a situation where <laughs> we say guys before the presser like but yeah, yeah me said rules of engagement guys we've seen that happen before guys restrict your questions to only this event and this match or this competition. Any other question, outside of that, the athlete reserves the right not to answer. So if you go ahead and ask, if 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 you you don't get an answer, if you go ahead and try to embarrass yourself, if you don't get an answer, then the player is... But where, where do we see this Naomi situation? Because also, also, is a double-edged sword. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. You say Naomi, don't come for the grand slam. Naomi is a big draw. The, 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 the sponsors are not going to be comfortable with that. Naomi is a big so, because even if she doesn't talk at the presser, mm-hmm. her games are watched by, her matches are watched by millions. So how do you mm-hmm. strike the but balance there? perspective is very important uh, still. But I think that there has to be a middle ground. uh for more engagement. Yeah, for both parties. Um mm-hmm. uh, It's good that she's raised it but I think she could have done it in a more mature uh, way instead of just
1: coming out and saying that... You know, hold on. Sometimes. Sometimes. There's no other way to do it except to just do it. Remember... Uh, I force the conversation. I think last year... I, was it Was it even the same French Open on Wimbledon? When, she, when every face mask was using after every game was the name of a black person... I think it was the, the US the Open. US. I think it was the US Open last year. And at the end of that tournament, one reporter asked a stupid question. Said this name, the name on this person was the purpose? And she said, What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, she has this blanket. I remember that. What do you I think? remember that. Mm. So at first kudos to Nami for being at the forefront of I mean of saying what she thinks needs to be said. You might think it's crude, you may not agree with her, you may not completely. agree with her, but first, that she has the balls. So I you know, know what? Quote. Yeah, quote, know, to, to say, you know what, we need to have this conversation. Let's start it now. Wow. I suspect that her end game is not to end interviews. Yeah. Mm. Because she has a lot of things to say. And she, 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 she always, she's she, 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 she using that platform very well. Yeah. So, she, she has a relationship with the media. But I think her, her end game is to get us talking. So, let's start talking about the like, better health will, of the players. And I've heard Nguncota say, hey, media,
0: please, could Be a bit more respectful. I don't know what that means. <laughs> be a bit more respectful. But do you also get the feeling that we have this feeling that these guys make so much money that we have to, they should be able to face us? And uh, as a general yeah. uh, perspective towards people that have money, you believe that they should be able to handle anything like strong. Ah, but hey, so are, <laughs> at the end of the day, they are human. Somebody tweeted
1: at me after the Champions League final and when. Um, the brain was going off and was crying. Yeah, and uh, she said that. Look, sometimes you forget that these guys are human. Human, yeah. Yes, oh, I think, and somebody said, I think we "Oh God, they make money. In, they can you let him cry. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. No, it doesn't money, matter. Money doesn't remove but the humanity. It, no, it, in doesn't. You. it doesn't. It doesn't remove it does the emotion,
0: emotions in you, and we are just as emotional as the next person. So, definitely, one man who has been facing a lot of questions, a lot of uh, media inquisitions." in the past couple of days of three, four days now, would be Man City boss but his best friend, (laughs) Pep Guardiola, after uh, Man City lost the Champions League final to Chelsea. Now, we're taking this not from a perspective of Guardiola per se, but from the perspective of Guardiola's uh, quote-unquote influence in world football in terms of evolution of football tactics and the way football is being played. Yeah, me. Let me start with you. Champions League final, Man City against Chelsea. When the lineups came up, there was a gasp. Oh. Not only Guardiola was not only was Guardiola not playing a recognised striker, which he has done, severally, force nine. He wasn't playing an uncommon in midfield. He wasn't playing a defensive midfielder of any sort. Yes, there's an argument that Gundogan is a defensive midfielder but when you have Fernandinho and Rodri, in terms of defensive midfielders, Gundogan is probably number three. If we're talking about defensive Mm midfielder in the real sense of it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Gundogan has played that role severally and his worked. But, you got the feeling he had a front six that was primed to attack. And, you got the feeling the quality that Chelsea possessed in terms of how they can play, how they can hold the ball, how they can transit as well. He was a bit vulnerable. And I think the first half showed that. And the first half was when Chelsea scored the only goal of the game. He tried to turn it around in the second half, brought on a striker, brought on Fernandinho. At the end of the day, and then I think the moment the Brenner went off injured, it kind of took the knocked the stuffings out of the team and they never fully recovered and never equalized and they lost the game. In fact, Pulisic should have made it 2-0. So, a lot of people have said Guardiola overthinks, but that's not taken away from Chelsea's superb performance. On the they got their own tactics spot, spot on. on. So, what's your take? Um, okay, so I have said before that um, Gunungan has occupied that anchor man role yeah. several times um, under Guardiola, and he's played exemplary mm-hmm. well. Now. Um in two previous meetings with Chelsea, he's played with the defensive midfielder, he's played with an attack with the striker, and they still lost. Mm. He's tweaked it a bit, they lost. He's now had to try to do something a little bit different, you know, because um a lot of people felt that okay, defensively in the last few Games to the end of the season, Chelsea seemed a little bit suspect, and there were there were potential gaps that could be exploited. So I'm sure that's where he's reasoning is that if we can overload, and you the know, front foot um, on the front get foot, them, and get have, them on the back foot, get them on the back, have as much of the ball as possible, depriving Chelsea of possession. We can get into those spaces between the. Wing backs and the center backs on the edge. Now, the interesting thing is that on the Chelsea side, those wing backs were much more compact, much more disciplined, that you just couldn't get into those so called spaces yeah. that you felt existed between, for example, a Rhys James and Aspinicota mm-hmm. or a QL and uh, Rudiger. Yeah. So, those places became almost non-existent. They kept that straight line and they were very, very uh, compact. And of but, course, mm-hmm. the guys in front of them, Ngulukante and the likes, did the extra work of, yes, you have more creatively inclined midfielders, but ensuring that the exemplary work you brought them to do, they were more or less neutralized because mm-hmm. these guys, like you mentioned at the start, Ngulukante, 100%, 100% 100 no foul, no foul, no, you know, so crazy. You, it, it, was a, how do I put it down? Is it an efficient system playing? No, an effective system playing an efficient mm. system. So the Chelsea were very efficient on the night, efficient in so all departments. On the night, Chelsea got their tactics spot on. spot on. But it brings me to what is happening because we just use this as a starting point we're actually want to talk about the evolution of football tactics and the way football is played. There seems to be this general feeling now that football can only be played one way. Expansive, attacking, flamboyant, progressive, 100 100 miles an hour going forward (laughs) football. And it, it seems that there's an expectation that even when you don't have the quality of players or the talent to play that way, you want to play that way. Play now from the back. Even if you don't have the quality and talent, you want to play out from the back. High press. Even when you don't have the energy level, you get the feeling the narrative is like, football should be played only one way. When, as far as from my own, I'm not a coach. I never was a top player. But I know that football is about attacking and defending. Attacking is an art. For me, defending well is also an art. So why are we getting to this narrative now that it looks as if people have expect they would not expect even a Burnley to play like a
1: Barcelona? First of all, that was revolution. Who told you there is a revolution? <laughs> I said evolution. You, I'm sorry, evolution. Who told you there's an evolution? The Ajax team mm. and the Dutch team that play total football, right? You can't compare them to the Bayern Munich team or the German team. The Bayern team that won three uh, Champions League mm. and the and the Jamaa team that won uh, the Central, Central World Cup. Remember that that even that German team defeated they've, they've the Total Football team you, you, in that It right over in, my mouth because I was going to do like a uh-huh. I was going to do a chronology exactly from that end. But, but no, but I was going to say, look, from that Ajax team, there was a jump to the Barcelona team that Pep coached. Mm. The players that play that kind of football, they don't come in every come in, in every generation. The basic the basic of football is defend. An attack in a certain way. That is the foundation on, on which football that we you know is built. And yes, once a while, a generation will come through that will give you this experience. So and people say, oh, they're not going to play football. I'm talking about uh, whether whether you have the quality or not. I suppose Hassan Villa, they almost killed me last season. <laughs> because well, you are playing from the back. Well, you don't have players that can defend to save their lives. Mm. And that's why they are, they are, they are shipping goals like Thank God for the pandemic, and he could realize we can't <laughs> be playing from the back, and then he, he, he focuses on defense. And then he focused on defense. And the, so, for me, I think it is arrogant and sometimes um, borderline stupid mm. to think you can play football by just attacking. And this attacking thing, apart from from those pockets that I mentioned, came with. In fact, you know, at, at a point, the United States when they first started football they thought it's like basketball that there must be goals. Yes. And so, in fact, when, they, when the game ends go less, they say, ah, penalty shootout. 5-5. Mm. And the penalty was if We saw this... It's a penalty from the... From start the, start, from the center sample. center sample. <laughs> and try to dribble past the goalkeeper <laughs> who could come or stay, stay on the side. But they realized that, hey, this is not football. And this is a different... This is not basketball. This is so a, it's, and this is a different game. Mm. a different sport. So, I feel that as much as I respect Pep as a good coach, and as much as I'm willing to listen to the opinion of those who feel that Mario mm. is a bad coach because his team plays catenaccio mm. or pack the bus, as they mockingly call it. <laughs> the thing is that if your team can't defend to save their lives, you are going to get beat. Because whether it's basketball or football, mm. defense wins deep. you Champions, Champions. championships. They tell you that, um,
0: how do you, what was that phrase in football? Goals win you games, but defense, defense wins Champions. you titles. Yes. All right. Now, um, Yemi, we are not maligning Guardiola. Guardiola is just a, a microcosm of, a conversation. of what's happening. So, Guardiola decided to play his own way, play his team his own way. Although, uh, I'll get in a bit to what what I think he did at Barcelona that influenced World Football. But, mm. let's go back in history and look at the Brazil team of 1970. Little or no attention to defence. Because they had so much going yeah, that everybody was really good on I'm sorry ball. if you were not born in those that time. I was born in you know, the I've seen the tapes. And then, because they dominated, they dominated. I think, I'm trying to say, uh, talk about football evolution. It got to a point where everybody else realized these Brazilian teams are so fantastic going forward. In fact, Brazil never used to produce good defenders or good goalkeepers. True. Because it was all about attacking and scoring goals and they were breaking everybody down.
1: Until 82. Until 82.
0: Until And then, but they mentioned total football 78-82, the Dutch team, but they didn't win. Yeah, they, they got to two finals. Force, from, they didn't win. They didn't win a major trophy until 88 yes. when they won euros uh, with a fantastic team of oh, Rikards yes. and the Hooligans and Van Basten. It it a fantastic midfielder. In 1982, Brazil came with a team full of flamboyant fantastic fantastic attacking friends. The game that made me become a student of football tactics was the 1982 game between Brazil and Italy, and Italy. Oh, where Italy showed that football is not only about attacking. They had, I mean, attack. They had a solid defense, but they had probably one of the f- best strikers in the world, one one the of the all time, in, in there. Defended well, took their chance when they came, knocked Brazil out. Italy, in that competition, defeated Argentina and Brazil back to back. And of course, he went on to win. And at that point in time, catanaccio was adored. Yep. People will say the Italians will score a goal and throw out the and lock out, and it's throw the yeah. <laughs> you know. So where do you get to this point where a defensive team is maligned and abused, are practically told, you know, but they mentioned Mourinho. And these days. Gadiola is the epitome of attacking football. Monio is vilified as... But hey, like I said, a Burnley cannot pretend to be a Barcelona. Ah. Football talks about maximizing your strengths, minimizing your weaknesses. So if your strength is long ball to the big striker to knock it down, that's your strength. It doesn't have to be two, three triangular passes around. Everybody cannot (laughs) play the same way. Um, I think we need to look at the uh, the genesis of this facade, of this fixation. And I think the genesis of it has to be the clamor for entertainment yeah. yes. into football. So you say, people say, oh, what am I spending 90 minutes in the cinema without being entertained? I want to be
1: entertained. Well, it depends on what you are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> ha! You must tell the story of animal but go Yeah, go. I, will t- I will tell <laughs> okay. that story.
0: So... You now get, like you mentioned, Williams Michels, 88, you mm-hmm. They also played really good football. And then you move to jo- Johan Cruyff's dream team in Barcelona, 92. Mm. And then that team evolved and you went to Ajax, under Luis Van And then many teams, Sir Alex, Manchester United, then Pep and Mourinho came coming out at about the same time. Yeah. Why? One. Believed in the use of the ball, and the other believed in annihilating the ball. Mm. So, a lot of people felt, I love watching this. This is entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you that Guardiola implements his tactic, defensive tactic, in terms of how they press. press. Mm. Of course, that person wants to lose front. the ball, six seconds, six seconds, they have to get mm. him back. So, that's where the fixation comes in. However, forgetting that you can't play, you can't have a team without setting up every aspect, of every facet of the game. So if you are building your team, everybody most people build the team from the back. Yeah. Have a good commanding goalkeeper, a good back four, or exactly. back three. Back three, yeah. You know, depending on which formation you, mm. you, you go for. Then a midfielder is either hardworking, industrious, or at least has one creative craft, inspirational craft, you know, craft. Craft, you know midfielder. Then, maybe if you're playing the four four two, 2, have two very good, good wingers. wingers. And then, if you can finisher. have two, if you're playing the four four two, 2, you need to have two different types of strikers. You can't have the same type of striker. Big, 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 exactly. big and small. Big small. Exactly. Big and small. You can go sure. to your, um, um, uh, uh, Kevin Phillips and Nigel Quinn. Mm. Yeah. You know, those, those little figures. and large. Yeah, little and large. So, of course, as the world evolved from 4 4 2, 3, 5, 2, then you went to four three three. 3 3. You your inverted wingers. The left, the guy left footed on the right, the guy right footed on, the, on left. the left. Everything boils down to wanting to be entertained. That inverted winger brings me <laughs> to that 82 Italian team.
1: That's the first time I saw it.
0: Bruno Conti. Yeah. Bruno Conti.
1: Oh, my word. Bruno Conti.
0: So, they had Bruno Conti and they had Polo Rossi, And Bruno Conti was the outlet. You know? Even the Brazil, when they realized they lost in 82, they lost in 86, they lost in 90. This was actually quite terrible. Yeah, they lost yeah. in 1990 So <laughs> Argentina. A, 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 a soccer punch goal by 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 the time, it got to 94. Brazil <laughs> were solid defensive they, they solid. A they had a Dunga. Very that was solid. Maybe the best defensive so, midfielder of, of his generation yes, as captain of the team. That a lot of people don't talk about that Brazil 1914 mm. is the removal of Rai as captain for Dunga. for Dunga. For Dunga. During the competition. I mm. think a lot of people don't talk about that. And I think his effect. The, the the command that Dunga had in that team. Yeah. Maybe okay, everybody talks about Bebeto and Romario. Let me don't let me forget. Let me tell you the story that Buddy said I should That's tell. That's about you entertained? Been entertained. That's <laughs> the story I will tell you. This is, a, is a local football now. You know when I used to play a bit of football in the university and all of that, and I used to watch a lot of football as well. There was this player for Shooting Stars that time. His name was Ademola Adesino. Ademola you know. he, he played for the Super Eagles a lot of times. A lot of people, football fans would know him. You know, but I had this feeling like I have to tell my football coach that this yeah, guy knows how to play, is <laughs> play <ball. laughs> Which is this guy they play? How this guy they make it's team? It's not glamorous. He's not glamorous. He's, he's, sure. he's not Fucking wet. Was This mean? was one of the first instances I had about knowing how to watch a football game and knowing tactics. My coach said I got smiled and said if that guy is not in that team you will see the impact. He said, you know what you should do? He said, the next time I go to watch shooting stars, I should focus on him. On him. I should not watch the match. I should focus on him, Just watch his him movement, what he's doing and all of that. You hear me? I, I was a believer within 10-15 minutes of that game. The guy was one breaking up. That's when I knew a defensive midfielder. This was in the seven. No, this was not the early 80s. Early 80s. The guy broke up every single attack. Every corner kick into the box was one that headed it. And then he was one that was initiating attacks. Incidentally, that game, I think he went off injured. And shooting stars lost. The <laughs> moment he went out of the pitch, I think shooting stars lost too. And I can't remember who they were playing. So,
1: you see, every aspect of the game of a football team is important. And, it, and if you know what to look for, it's entertaining. If they, you know what they, to they look for. They, it's they remember yes.
0: Yes. yes.
1: Every Super is coach to pick him first. They oh, wow, you oh, are pick <laughs> they Don't
0: go too far. Mikel Obi. Oh, yeah. Every single Chelsea coach, everybody, they never do. They don't, never do Mikel. Because that component of a team was very important. You know? So I think we should just get to a point where, look, let teams play the way that, the way that they're, they're, uh, I think We shouldn't get caught up in this. You must be. Entertaining look, no, I would not... for, for some teams, eh? Mm. Entertainment or trophy? What do you want? Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: the choice? Like Mario who said, you can, you can. If you like carry, after you have eighty percent possession, take the ball home, give, yes? me, give <laughs> me the cup. <ball. laughs> ah. You know what? You see,
0: I I also think you know because we live in a in a in a agenda field world yeah. today. Yes, yes. So everybody comes for Mario and says, oh, he's this, he's that. But do you notice that in this same period, mm. Diego Simeone, has just been crowned champion of Spain? Spain. Mm. How is he any different from Mario? But do you notice that nobody is saying no, that uh, anti football
1: has no, just yeah, won that's what, La Liga.
0: that's what we never use anti football, whatever that means? As just won, La Liga. I don't know. Anti- there's nothing like anti football. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, that's what they say. It, it, it's the narrative. And note that it the same simone, at a point they said uh, he, he's come full circle. The cycle has come to an, has end. Come to an end. He's just won, a, he's just won the line. Playing four four two. by the way. Yes. four four two. supposedly outdated. 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 You know, we saw Everton in the Premier League last season revert to 4-4-2 4-2 4-2. when um, their former uh, striker uh, the big man took over. Yeah, uh, and Yeah, for them, uh, Ferguson, Ferguson, and he put uh, Calvin and uh, Charles. So what we're trying to say and, here is that as long as you came. St- there's no. St- you st- st- cannot st- tell st- us st- that st- there's st- only one way
1: to play football. There are various ways. Various ways. Get it done. You
0: you you play your. Yes, you can want to be entertained and all that. If you have the ability, the quality, and the talent, yes. But if you don't have that, and you prefer to now play against a team that you know are are superior to you they will in terms they will kill you <laughs> so why would you want because you want to play entertainment why do you and get beaten four or five when you can play another tactic and you possibly and probably lose one possibly seven. or possibly win who knows <laughs> so you know it's a very interesting conversation I will continue to um the narrative will continue to be spawned and uh you continue to be spewed out but we are of the opinion here that Football is about attacking and defending. No, Flamboyancy is just as good as the Catenaccio. Let's also look at it from this perspective. Chelsea just won the Champions League by playing football. And, well, yeah. and they defended very well. very well. Let's also look at it from this perspective. Uh, you want to see exciting football. Mm. You want to see goals. My side team, Atalanta, mm. they can't defend to save their lives. To save their lives. <laughs> but they will score. Tons of goals. They haven't won they anything. Haven't won anything. With that, with that <laughs> but meanwhile, the content that people will sometimes mm. harass that he's more of a counter-attacking coach. His career is living, he's one, he's one everywhere. He's gone everywhere. he everywhere. He's, he's gone to. to. So balance mm. is key. key. There has to be a balance. Balance is key, and that's what I think any right-thinking coach tries to look for. Football is football. It is. That's what I've is it doesn't as as as, have As long as the ball is kicked and you are not using your hands, <laughs> and the ball is kicked and you get results, you cannot tell me a Burnley is not a good team no. based on what they you have. Play to his they strengths. play to their strengths. You can also not tell me that. Uh, or City, vote to vote. Man City, Barcelona is the only way to play football. No, it's no. Not. Uh, it, it's not. It's not like that. Not everybody can play like that. No. I respect others who choose not to play like or, or, or are limited and realize you can't play like that. If it's a long ball, <laughs> you have to defend it. If it's a long ball to the big man, <laughs> you have to defend it. So, thank you guys for always giving us incisive insights into the world of sports. It's been a very, very interesting topic or discussion this time on our various topics. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh Sports 360 podcast will return next week. Have a great day, wherever you are on the surface of the earth.